0: shapeshifters
1: Yeah, get the sillies out at the beginning of the session. Liz Senior, Occupational Therapist, Chief Executive and Founder at Clamber Club, isn't quite ready for us just yet. I was going to play the whole song, but not everybody is as immune to its charms as I am. We've sat through that song so many times. George, who is our technical producer, in the studio with me this evening, is sitting shaking his head because he has not yet had the joy of spending hours on a Saturday morning at Clamber Club. He hasn't met Jog the Frog, the Clamber Club Frog. He looks bewildered. Liz Sr. is with us, the occupational therapist, the chief executive and founder at Clamber Club. What was the genesis of Jog the Frog and Clamber Club? Liz, good evening.
0: Good evening, Bruce. Thank you so much for having me, and hello to all your listeners. Um, well, Clamber Club started over 30 years ago. And um, I'm an occupational therapist. And what I've always loved is working with children. And so what I found when I was working in therapy, there were so many children that had learning problems or learning difficulties um, that I thought if we could have a a really solid program that, that worked on all the foundational developmental skills, we would be able to help children to prevent learning difficulties and to really assist them in their developmental progress. And so Clamber Club started really with remedial schools, doing group work with remedial children. And it then progressed to parents asking if I could do their kids' birthday parties. Um, And then the group work started getting bigger and we started running as extramurals in schools. And we started the baby and toddler program when I had my own children. And it sort of just grew very organically from there.
1: Uh, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful story, Liz, because you start a business by addressing a problem, and the problem is developmental issues in kids. But you turn it into a, a sort of a, a, certainly in Johannesburg anywhere, a northern suburbs must have for kids. Every northern suburbs parent I know wants their kids to get ahead, wants them to be super coordinated, wants them to be uh, in control of their movements and all of that sort of stuff, get a sense of rhythm and become the next, uh, the, you know, the next Music, musical superstar. And so you, you, you need to get them started off at Clamber Club. And you get them singing and clapping and cheering along. Um, and it's a remarkable process. My kids are both graduates of Clamber Club and we've been to lots oh, of parties yeah. with Jog the Frog. Um, and I I just, I just when I first went, I must admit to being a little skeptical. Um, but <laughs> the, the sheer enjoyment, and if for no other reason, the sheer enjoyment and the excitement of a child arriving at Clamber Club and seeing Seeing Jog the Frog, who is a person in a frog suit, not a real frog, um, and and just being completely enraptured by the environment.
0: It really is quite incredible, Bruce, to see how children also progress from when they started at Clamber Club, and I think it's the building the confidence through their gross motor skills and their sensory development. They start really growing into themselves and 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 getting so much confidence and joy from the movement skills and the perceptual skills and the gross motor skills that they develop in the program. So so while it's the programs and we franchise that countrywide, so we've got franchises around the country. But while it seems like just a whole lot of fun for kids, there's a lot of thought and, and a lot of depth that's gone behind the workings of the actual program. So um, every lesson is very carefully thought out. Um, every song has got a purpose behind it. Um, and, and so there's, there's a depth to it that that's what brings me the joy is creating, pulling the theory as to de- developmental theory together with making something that's really fun and absolutely enjoyable for kids so that it's not like, oh no, we have to be learning. It's, I'm so excited to come to Clamber Club. And at the same time, they're developing really important foundational skills.
1: Well, I want to get into the business side of it in just a moment because you have done some remarkable things with extending the brand, as you say, uh, across across the country. But how long did it take for adoption really to take hold? I mean, it feels like it was organic. It feels like within five years, you were probably well on your way. What was the, the sort of founder story from that respect?
0: Well, it started, I started running it from our lounge at home with. Um, with little groups of children, and um, as I said, with these, this remedial school. Um, but it, it's after about seven years, we, I started bringing teachers in because I wasn't managing with the amount of work. We were getting more and more party entertainers coming in, and um, a lot of uh, people just helping me with the school programs. And so then I decided to franchise it after seven years. So I'm quite a perfectionist and a control freak, so it took me quite a long time. But it really helped me to get all the processes and procedures and, you know, having teachers first to to work with really gave me a lot of understanding how how you need to have very solid structures so that I could just give them a program and they could literally like paint by numbers, follow that program. And that then gave me the foundation for the franchising side. And I think for anyone that ever wants to do franchising, it's really worth the slog in the beginning to work out all those policies and procedures and the, you know, everything that goes behind running a really good business in place. Um, Because then when you're doing the franchising, it can just, uh, it's very easy then to duplicate.
1: And I mean that sort of very very strong ethos and brand identity. The and forgive me for the correlation here, but if you go into McDonald's, no matter where, you've got a fairly good idea of what's going kind to of come your way when you order, I don't know, a Big Mac, um, and fries yeah. and a Coke. You you know what's coming your way. In the same way, mm. you've got to have that same level of experience across every single Clamber Club, which is a fundamentally different offering because it's a it's a service offering not a product offering
0: absolutely and that is that is what franchising actually is and that's the bonus of buying into a franchise is that no matter where you go you know you're going to be getting a certain quality or level of service and we take that very seriously in our in our business and we make sure that our our amazing franchisees who are incredibly good at what they do all have the exact sort of all, all the, the the grounding that they need to make that business fly. And so so the programs are very detailed. They get videos of every lesson so that they know how to teach that lesson. The lesson plans are very detailed. And then the business side in terms of branding, we also have got a very set idea of what that branding is. And we make sure that the artwork that our franchisees get and everything that revolves around promoting and and developing their business is all very standardized. And um, I suppose that is what, what a franchise is all about, isn't it, is being able to, to get the, the benefits of years and years of experience and, and really then just take that onto a new level. And I have to say, our franchisees are incredible and they have taken it onto a new level. And I- I'm so in awe of some of them because, you know, when I started being the control freak that I am, I didn't want to really hand it over because I didn't think anyone would be as good as me.
1: <laughs> no, no, and, it, <laughs> and you, it, 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 it is the ultimate. But it, they're it's way either. better than you. No, absolutely. And that, and, and, but that's what makes it a success. It's, it's that realization at some point that you can't do it all yourself. And either you stay small and that's fine. You can have one clamber club and you can do it all yourself and, and be exhausted Mm -hmm. and start disliking children quite a lot, quite quickly, I would assume. Um, (laughs) And and parents. No, okay, disliking parents. um, and um, or, or you can share the love and you can share it and you can draw on the wisdom of others. And I'm sure it's helped to evolve the Clamber Club offering uh, over oh, time.
0: fantastically. I mean, the people in our team, you know, our, the, our franchisees have contributed hugely towards the program and to the development and growth of our program because, um, first of all, they come up with fresh, amazing new ideas, but they also... Um, have got different experiences that they bring in that, that, that create so much more value. And I think that is, is what's so wonderful about working with groups of people because you, you get the richness from all of them that have got different experiences and different strengths. And that's what enhances so much of what we do.
1: Talking to Liz Senior this evening, a qualified occupational therapist, the chief executive and founder of Clamber Club, a franchise operation across South Africa. Pick up more with her in just a moment
0: The Money Show
1: Shapeshifters 30 years ago, Liz Senior, an occupational therapist, started what became Clamber Club as a remedial service to kids who needed help to play catch-up with their physical abilities Um, and has evolved it over seven years into a franchisable concept, which then gets to babies and toddlers and helps kids with movement and integration and play and all sorts of other wonderful things. Um, Over those 30 years, how many kids... Do you think you've you you've impacted, Liz?
0: Wow, probably about half a million.
1: <laughs> okay, give or take. <laughs> it's an ast- <laughs> it's an astonishing. I mean, yet you, you didn't have to calculate very long. Um, who is your ideal franchisee? Who are they? Uh,
0: the ideal franchisee is someone who is passionate about working for ch- with children. Who believes in making a difference in children's lives? Who is got? Who has incredible energy and drive? Um, who's able to do admin? Which I, I have to admit, a lot of our franchisees are teachers. Or they they love the teaching side, but they're not that fond of admin. But in order to to run a good business, you've got to have good admin skills as well. Absolutely. So you've got to have the personality of a, a people's person someone that loves connecting and communicating with other people and who, who really wants to make a difference in other people's
1: lives. It, it strikes me as the ideal occupation for somebody who is taught um, in preschool and who doesn't necessarily want the job of teaching in a preschool and who wants to be their own boss. Um, and, and it strikes me that those are the ideal sorts of candidates to, uh, to absolutely. run their own sort of franchise. No,
0: The thing is, Bruce, that we've got quite a variety of different people. We've got people with business backgrounds who have always wanted to teach but never really um, managed to do it when they were younger. And now that they've had their own kids, they need the flexibility and they want to go into something that really um, gives them meaning in their lives and that they've got the flexibility around to, to run their own sort of businesses. And then we have things like physios, OTs, music therapists, speech therapists, who run their own practices, but also want to bring in a second income stream. And especially for therapists that are starting their practices and want to start, um, that need to bring in an extra income. Doing the group work and working with groups of people and um, it really does enhance their business. So we've got, for example, a pediatric physiotherapist in Cape Town, Lauren Mayer. She runs her practice from her Clamber Club Centre and then she also Um, teachers climate club classes and then we've got nursery school teachers primary school teachers and so it's quite a mix and even just stay-at-home mums who who really have you know they've managed to um, get through the basics of child rearing and then they are ready to start working again but they need the flexibility and because the program is structured in such a way that we do all the training and everything that you get is literally as I said, paint by numbers. You you literally just follow the program we give you. So um, you don't need to have the background, although it is an advantage to have a teaching or therapy type of background.
1: How many franchises are there in South Africa?
0: At the moment, we've got 42 franchises. Sure. Um, Pre-COVID, we had a few more. Um, COVID sort of to gave us a bit of a knock in a way, but... What was so wonderful is that we survived COVID and and most of our franchisees have really just come straight back on top again and are running hugely successful businesses again.
1: It's fantastic. It really is nice to see. And uh, is this? I, I, I'm sure there are similar programs around the world. But there is something about Clamber Club that seems to be imminently exportable. And I've written a book about exportable businesses and people who have created these businesses, and it's coming out in about a month's time. And uh, just listening, I to saw you. that because you know when when <laughs> I was
0: thinking about the book that I need to read, and I thought, well, actually, maybe it should be genius because that is oh,
1: how to take smart ideas global. Because this and is that's
0: one of those... This is
1: one of those smart ideas. I would ideas. love to
0: read because that's just what I'd like to do is, is we want to expand Clamber Club. It's got such huge potential and everything is ready for it to move on to that next level now.
1: I've got about 16 hours to finish my edits before it has to go to the printers. <laughs> so I've got, a, I've, got a long, I've got a long night ahead, Liz. Um, the- First,
0: as <laughs> soon as the book is out, I'm going to be getting it because I, I just love the byline. Taking well, smart be- ideas separately for okay. Clamber Club.
1: You're unpaid for this, uh, Liz, but thank you uh, very much. (laughs) For the, for the punt um, the, the this this notion of early childhood development is so critical and somebody I grew up knowing in a small town in the free state and I'm delighted that Jane Evans who um who is going to be at the frontier literary festival in the middle of May and going to be talking about her journey in early childhood development and she really did remarkable things with Ntataise in the in the early in right. the, through, the, through the 70s and the 80s um and and Just the huge impact that early childhood development had, and just the failure of South Africa to give most kids that access point. Mm-hmm. Most kids arrive in grade one and are falling behind the moment they arrive, simply because mm. they are so ill-prepared um, for, for for the challenges of going to school. They've come from environments where you know, reading isn't a, a pastime at home, where uh, education isn't necessarily a priority in family, where families are, are, are struggling to survive, and uh, and they really are starting a back foot. Um, mm. the, the huge advantage, I suppose, of something like a clamber club is, is that a does give a head start, but it also accentuates and it's an uncomfortable reality of South Africa um, that sort of privilege begets privilege almost.
0: Mm, mm. There's such a need for early childhood development programs. There really is. A lot of our um, Clamber Club franchises actually run community projects as well to try and make that difference in the communities that really need it. But, You know, Bruce, you're saying that even children that are in privileged backgrounds need to have these foundational skills. And I think with modern technology, it gets lost along the way. And I think children are just not getting the gross motor development that they should be getting to prepare them for for school. Um, And starting with our baby program and our toddler program, those programs are where a mom or nanny or granny come to the lessons with their their child, you know, the child that comes with to the lesson. And that really prepares a little for nursery school. So those early sort of just being in a group, getting used to a system and a routine, learning music and songs, experiencing gross motor equipment that they might not necessarily experience because we don't really have great parks anymore for children. Um, So even privileged children, should be doing a lot of gross motor activities when they're little. And that forms the foundation for all later learning. And and it really is the philosophy philosophy of Clamber Club is getting kids to move and developing those sensory and gross motor skills to prepare them for later
1: learning. Uh, a torture question for you, and you're not allowed to mention my book. Um, are you reading a book at the moment? Do you read much? Are you uh, other than I do read. read. I
0: actually, am, I, I belong to a book club, and I'm absolutely passionate about reading. But um, I probably, I, I've one of the books that's really made had a huge impact on me is a book called A Little Life by Hannah Yana Ihara. Um and that it's a it's a nonfiction. I mean, yeah. uh, it's fiction, but. It, it really impressed on me. It's a very sad book, actually, but it impressed on me so strongly how profound those early years in your childhood are, because the effect and the impact that they have on you as an adult is just beyond words. And that was the impact that that book had on me. It was just a heart-wrenching book. That's how incredibly strong those early years can be in your, your experiences as you grow older. And then the other book that I, I really love, which I've had for years and years and I always go back to, is a book called The Four Agreements. I don't know if you've ever read that. I haven't. By Don...
1: Sorry, I, mi- I missed that, Liz. The Four Agreements by whom?
0: By Don Miguel Rates. I think it's R-U-I-Z. Right.
1: And it's a really uh, it philosophy about? book.
0: Ah. Well, it's got four principles that you can live by in your life, and I really try to follow those in everything that I do. And um, one of them is always do your best. The other one is don't make assumptions. And that is such a big one to learn actually, isn't it, for myself, is that one just assumes um, certain things from uh, of when you first sort of meet people or when you're working with people and never making assumptions is such a wonderful one to remember. And then don't take things personally. And then his other one was um, be impeccable with your words. So those are the four agreements. And then there's, you know, he's got little chapters on each of those. But those four principles are such wonderful principles to live by in, you know, in my work life and in my personal life. I really try to stick to those.
1: Liz Senior, what a fabulous discussion. Thank you for sharing with us this evening, the Chief Executive and Founder at Clamber Club.